right now on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we have Marlins Ace 2022 Cy Young Award winner, Sandy Alcantara. I see that smile on your face when you hear Cy Young Award. Sandy, it's so good to see you, man. Uh, first and foremost, um, I got to ask you the same question I ask you every time you're here, which is what is something recently outside of baseball that's brought you some joy? Outside of baseball? Um you know, I think stay with my family, man. Yeah. You know, spending more time now with my son, you know, playing some video game with him. You know, nice. Like, saw him play in the backyard of my house with my daughters. It's made my my special day, you know. I think that's uh, the most important thing that, I, that I've been having. That's amazing. How, how old is your son now? He's nine years old. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So playing video games, just hanging out. Yeah. That's, that sounds great. Well, for you, obviously, you know, this offseason... It's been different than previous off seasons for you. I guess the, the first question would just be off the bat. How are you feeling? Good. Feel pretty good. You know, I think um, I'm not going to say 100%, you know, because I got a surgery, but I think right. uh, my mind, my mentality is being the same, you know. So I've been doing the same, working the same aggressive that I, that I was doing last year, you know, and doing my best to get out of this the most speed that I can, you know. So I think um, I just got to be patient, you know, trying to do my best because I know my team need me so much, you know. Well, for you, you know, and, and we, we won't stick with this for too long, but when you first found out, hey, I'm, I'm going to need Tommy John surgery, what, what was sort of the first thing that went through your mind? Nothing, man. You know, I think um, when I feel something happen with my elbow, you know, I just too much negative things you know but at this at the same time I was positive you know because I got opportunity to to try to come back you know I went to the minor league throw four innings you know and I see my arm get tired you know I say I gotta make this decision uh, you know I think uh, and I made it now I'm here you know I'm happy to to do that because I know I want to be better better than ever so it's something that I gotta make decision you know I thought to my agent my pitching call came when she was here, you know, everyone, and they say, if that right knee, I just got to do it, you know, and I'm doing it. Well, um, I, I think it's the right decision for you to always take yourself into consideration there. And now, you know, I know how important it is for you to be a leader with this group. Lead by example, lead with your voice. And all of these younger pitchers are looking at you as, as that example. So for you now, without having the opportunity to lead on the field, how are you working to be a leader in the clubhouse and helping the rest of these guys continue to grow? So I'm not going to be on the field, but I want to be in the clubhouse. I want to be on the trip. I want to travel with my teammates. So I want to be there always, you know, because because I'm hurt, because I want to be on the I.O. So it's something that, that I don't want to be in the clubhouse. Right. And I have to do it because I want to be there supporting my teammates. doesn't matter what happened, you know, try to, to get that support from the bench, you know, and... I want to feel so sad, you know, because I don't want to be outside competing with them. So, but I mean, it's something that I need to do, you know, be outside or there in the clubhouse and the dugout, supporting my teammates, supporting the young guy like Yuri Cabrera and those guys, something that I make me more special. Well, so let's have a conversation about that because I think after you and your Cy Young Award season, probably the most impressive stretch we've seen was Yuri when he first came up and just rattled off six, seven, eight, nine unbelievable starts in a row. What are your expectations for him coming back in his second year at the big league level? Uh, first thing is be healthy. You know, be healthy. 
prepare himself the more he can in Dominican, I don't know, somewhere else. But I think he just got to came here with the same mentality that when he came here for the first time, you know, I mean, be more like competing, you know, because he pitched in the big league last year, does make him to to be more positive that he want to be in the rotation this year. Yeah. He want to come here to spring to compete, you know, to find a fourth spot, first, second, third, I don't know, whatever. So, I mean, but I want to be there to support him, you know, try to help him and everything I can, you know, and let's see how he came this year. Well, I know there's a couple other guys, obviously, that had career years last year. And Jesus Lozardo and Braxton Garrett. You get Trevor Rogers, hopefully, back healthy. Edward Cabrera, who you mentioned. This is still a very deep staff. So what are your expectations overall for all of these guys as you as you watch them try to fill your shoes a bit and, and take up all of those innings that, that you've held for this team over the last several seasons? I got confident on them, you know, confident on Lucy. I mean, the thing that he did last year in the second half, made me more like be more positive about him you know so Cabrera he he was good Yuri I think those guys they want to be good you know yep. Braston Trevor Roger when he came back so I think you had a team positive about them you know because I know that they want to be good outside you know I mean I don't want to be out there with them so but I want to be watching you know I want to be learning from them I want to be supporting them and I think they want to be good man well, we know how much winning matters to you yep and last year having a full season end in a playoff berth obviously there was the 2020 shortened season where it was 60 games but last year to go 162 and have this team make the postseason do you have a favorite memory from last year i know obviously it didn't end the way you wanted personally for you but do you have a favorite memory from some point in the season yeah i do so when we make to the playoff and Pittsburgh, you know i mean that day, man, I mean, I, I was so happy, you know, but at the same time, I was sad, you know, because I don't I don't have the opportunity to to pitch on those games. But I, I was so happy because I feel so happy about Skip, you know, first year as a manager, first year as a make to the playoffs. So that was something that I will never forget. And my teammate, everyone was happy, you know, because the thing that we do last year, man, that was something that the, the Maryland fan had to be proud about, about us, you know. And I always want to be told the, the thing that I, that I always been things. We want to be surprising people. And we did last year. So we're just going to find the, the, the last step to, to win the World Series. Well, I know you guys are, are coming back in with, with major expectations, regardless, <clears throat> regardless of the fact that you're out. I know this team really anticipates making the postseason. And so when you look at what this team can do, I think it's led right off the bat by Luis Arias. And the type of guy, not only that he is on the field and being such a productive hitter, but the guy he seems to be in the clubhouse. What what can you tell me about Luis Arias, the person that people don't already know? So the, the first thing that I can say about him, he's so funny, man. You know, <laughs> That's what everybody keeps saying is how funny he's he funny, is. He's funny, but I mean, he knows everything he wants. So... His preparation, the way that he prepares himself, the way that he plays baseball on the field. And you can see, he was hurt last year during the game in Pittsburgh. And I saw him, you know, like moving so much and say, Louis, what, what, what you need? He say, I just want to hit. You know, and they give him the opportunity to hand, you know, I mean, and hit a line drive to, to, was to the left. I mean, that, that was amazing, man. So yep. I think Louis, he was a great piece that we get for Pablo, you know, Pablo was good, you know, but I mean, those moves, 
I think that was one of the best moves that we made. Yeah, and I know how close you are with Pablo Lopez, so yeah. I know that's saying a lot to know the, the type of guy that Luis is and also what he does for the lineup. As, as a manager, you mentioned Skip Schumacher before. What is it about Skip that makes you love him so much as a manager? What, what's if I had to say, hey, what's one thing about him that stands out? The confidence. The confidence that he given to us, you know, not just as a manager, yeah. you know, as a player because he's young, like, you know. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's a young and guy. he played baseball t- so much. Yeah. You know, he came from an organization that they like to compete, you know. So when he came here, the first thing that he said, hey, I'm one of those that you guys, you know, I play baseball, I know, I understand everything, you just go outside and do your best, doesn't matter what happened. So that was something that opened our mind, you know. And we feel so confident, so happy to have him last year and hopefully we want to have him for I don't know how many years, so, and we love him so much, you know. First, ma- first year as a manager, win a lot of games, surprising people, made to the playoff, win a manager of the year, so it's something that he got to be so happy about himself. It's fun to watch him be both super relatable and, like, calm and talking with you guys and also so competitive yep. and so fiery and I think that's what you're talking about and being able to instill confidence and, and show you guys he believes in you but also be so competitive that there's an expectation. Um, what would you say is your favorite place to go pitch on the road? I love pitching here in Miami. Right, of course. You know, I'm not asking that question. Yeah. I know you love pitching here. Yeah, but I mean, going to San Diego, you okay. know, and New York Mets. Okay, cool. Alana, those plays, uh, I love pitching in those plays, you know. Nice. Because there is uh, a lot of fans over there, you know, the feel, the weather. So it's something that made me more, like, confidence. You know, more, no more than here. No, know? I know. You have Sandy's Beach here. Come on. No, <laughs> every there's time nothing that I better pitch, than that. Every time that I pitch him here, it's different than everywhere. Well, we, it's made clear by some of yep. the performances we've seen you have on this mound and the confidence you carry with you. Um... Did you have a favorite baseball player growing up? Who was your favorite baseball player? Uh, Pedro. Of course. Pedro Martinez, yeah. He was uh, the guy who I was watching every time, you know. Of course. Um, all right, I'm going to ask you a couple of football questions. Do you follow much football? Anything? I'm going to make you pick games from this, this week. I. All right. Let's see. Here's last what we got. Last year I picked yeah, uh, last Kansas City. Year, and you were right. Yeah. It was amazing. I'm glad. You remember that. That makes <laughs> me really happy. I remember that. I remember. All right. So this year, we're still a week away from the Super Bowl. So you got two games going on. The Baltimore Ravens against the Kansas City Chiefs. So you got to pick that one. Who are you picking? Same. Same, <laughs> Kansas, same, Kansas same, Kansas same as the last year, you know. Uh-huh. So, I mean, everywhere Patrick Maham went, I want to be there. You know, I mean, I like the Dolphins. Of you know, course. They, they are really good, you know, but I think um, Kansas City... That's the team. Yeah. That's the team. All right. And then the San Francisco 49ers play against the Detroit Lions. Who you got? San Lions. Or, you got San Francisco? Yeah. San Francisco. All right. That's who it is. So San Francisco against Kansas City for the Super Bowl. Back, I think it was 2020 they did that. Here's a good one for you. If someone needed advice for Valentine's Day, they're trying to take their partner out, go out for, you know, something for Valentine's Day. What would be your advice to somebody trying to figure out what to do for Valentine's Day? I don't know, man. Maybe going to a dinner or to the beach or maybe to the club. I don't know. Whatever they want to do. So <laughs> just have great moment with your partner, you know, enjoy that day. 
because you never know what can happen. I love that. Beach beach club and dinner all sounds nice. Let's make it all happen on one day. I think or it sounds stay perfect. Home, doing stay everything home, home and just yeah. relax, watch relax. TV, just chill. Watch TV, doing whatever you want to do. All right. Player most likely to take a week to respond to your text message. Who take a week? <laughs> Damn, that's a long time. <laughs> but I don't know. So everybody get back to you quickly. That's because you're the ace. I mean, I don't like, you know, test yeah. the player because that's why we have a group chat. So oh, there you go. Okay. If you have a question, just... What's that Marlins group chat like? Are you guys talking in there like all no, off-season? No, no, no. We don't or talk no? too much. You okay. know, if somebody have a question, they ask over there. We, yeah. we answer. Or if you want to organize like a dinner or something like that. So Who is the most competitive guy off the field? Like when you guys are playing cards or anything like that? I think everyone. Everyone, when we go out... I think we forget about baseball, you know? Yeah. We forget about baseball, you know, because we get so much, you know, like tired when, when we're on the field. So when we right. get out, so we try to enjoy that moment. We mm. try to get fun together. And I think everyone is doing the same. Uh, do you have a favorite video game? Yeah, I do. What is it? Yeah, PUBG. PUBG. Yeah, I'm a master there, you know? Master of it. Okay. All right. You ever challenge any of your teammates to it? I do. No. Uh, Marlin players? Yeah. No they, no, they don't play PUBG. They don't play. The only guy who play PUBG. Is me. So, do you ever play online, like yeah, I with rent? So there are like fans who don't know that they're playing with so Sandy Alcantara. So I like going live on Twitch, oh, YouTube, nice. Facebook, and TikTok. You know, so I play with a lot of friends in Dominican. You cool. know, a lot of random guy. So I mean, when I play video game, I don't like when the fan asks me. A, question about baseball oh yeah no nah. it just needs to be anything else nah. right yeah, just yeah yeah ask me whatever you want to ask me no baseball question you know because when i play video game i think it's made me think about different things you know yeah. try to relax myself and is it all right and then what is your main go-to meal before you start what do you eat before a big start i mean i'm not a picky guy so i think something like that i don't want to get like too full, you know, maybe rice and bean, not too much, or like a banana, you know, I just want to have something on my stomach. And then you're going to eat a whole bunch of stuff after the game, once the start after is the over. Game, after I eat everyone on the field, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get, you know. <laughs> exactly, that's perfect. Uh, and then let me make this the last one for you. Um, what does a perfect day look like, a perfect off day? look like for Sandy Alcantara? Perfect off day. You know, when I stay home, you know, that I gonna, that I had to go on the grocery store, <laughs> when I had to take my son to school. I think those, you know, yeah, I think those days when I have to do everything on my house, I think it's- You like it. You like having like the errands yeah. to do and having a bunch of stuff Perfect. going on, yeah. like to keep yourself busy. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. But in the house, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you just get to hang out at home. Yeah. All right, Sandy Alcantara, thank you so much for taking some time thank to talk brother. to me. I'm mic'd up, and uh, yeah, I'll see you in spring training. Thank well, you, hopefully, brother. we'll get to talk again soon. And now on this episode of Miami Mic'd Up, I welcome in Xavier Edwards, X. Awesome to have, have you here. I'm really grateful that you're here for your first episode. Um, and before we dive into anything having to do with baseball, I want to ask you, what's something recently in this offseason outside of baseball that's brought you joy? Um, I would say pickleball. Pickleball. Wine, pickleball and um, dude, how trendy of you. Yeah, pickleball and hanging out, hanging out with the. 
how how often are you playing pickleball? Who are you playing pickleball with? What's the deal there? When did you pick it up? Uh, playing about three times a week right now. Uh, play with a good buddy of mine from uh, high school. That's the, still a close friend of mine. So we play together, usually a lot of doubles and uh, sometimes singles when we're going back and forth at each other. And I picked it up about 2020, maybe 2021. Okay. Yeah, off season, we took a trip as a family uh, to South Carolina, Hilton Head, and uh, they had pickleball courts and we wanted a family activity to do. So we went out there and that was our first time. And by the end of it, we had a, we had all bought paddles. And <laughs> I love that. Now here we are a few years later. That's awesome. So just playing with friends, do you go to like public courts and just challenge yeah, people? The do they courts. realize you're a professional athlete? No, most of them don't. Yeah, that must them. be infuriating for them when you pro- I'm I'm assuming you're very good. Um, yeah, I have a tennis background. My sister played in college. Oh tennis, my god! So. so you're not only a professional baseball player, but you have a tennis background. Yeah, so you're, you're crushing these people. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a solid. I'm, I'm a pretty, <laughs> I'm a pretty good pickleball player. Good pickler. Um, better at singles than I am at doubles, I must say. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm a pretty, pretty good pickleball player. A little bit, player. a little bit of teamwork on that doubles that's got to come into play. Yeah, a lot. Um, all right. So you had your first sort of big league action extended last season. Um, obviously you had quite a bit of success, I would say, playing at the big league level. You're sort of shrugging at that, but, you know, a really solid on-base percentage, you know, getting to play in, in some meaningful games down the stretch for the Marlins. How would you evaluate your season last year individually? Obviously not from a team level as you guys reach the postseason. I would say it was um, in a pretty eye-opening experience, you know, just, uh, you know, finally kind of have your dream come true, you know, playing in the major leagues. Um, but I would say the job's not done, you know. Um, it was a, a good year for me um, on the offensive side of the ball and uh, base stealing and, you know, hitting and get on base. Um, I really got back to my approach, and that was my goal for the year was to stick to my approach and uh, play my brand of baseball, and I feel like I did that at, at a high level last year. Um, not as quite of a high level up here than I did in AAA. Right. Um, so that's kind of why I shrug when you when you yeah. say how my, how my year went. Um, but... Um, that you know, I'm excited for this year to, to hopefully get a, a bigger a bigger piece of the pie, you know, more more playing opportunity, and then I can really show what I can do. So uh, I'm excited for the opportunity and um, to just play play my brand of baseball up here as well. Well, you're competing for that shortstop position and and any level of playing time here in Miami. Obviously, having some sort of open spots like that to be able to sort of compete for a job, I got to imagine that's incredibly motivating coming into the spring. What would you say you learned most about yourself, not only as a player, but as a person in your action at the big league level last year? I learned um, not only from the big league side, um, just but from the baseball side. Yeah. Um, just about the mental side of the game. Uh, mentality is um, everything, you know. And, um, um, you know, mechanics are good, um, but the mindset is it's better. It's stronger. Um, um, your willpower, uh, it means more. Um, how you're talking to yourself, uh, mm-hmm. it means more. Um, so all the stuff that had to do with uh, the mental side of the game, uh, work with Marius a lot, um, work with a local guy by me, and it, that, I would say, I attributed to a lot of, of my performance this past year. So I would say uh, that's a big part of, of it, for when, sure. When you talk about the mental side of it, you know, as they always say, right, you fail 70% of the time in this game, you're a Hall of Famer. Right. So how was overcoming or how does it continue to overcoming failure how how much effort is placed on that and and when you talk about the idea of 
positive self-talk, trying to put yourself in position to feel good about yourself. What, what does that include? You know, are you are you meditating? Are you you know going back into the clubhouse and sort of reviewing your game and trying to make sure that you're looking at things from a positive perspective? Like, what does that mean when you describe things that way? For me, it's all about confidence. Um, I, I read a book. Kind of, it's called the the Mental Keys to Hitting, um, but it's just um, reinforcing the things that you know as a kid that we all did naturally you know when right. you're a your kid you're 10 11 12 you know you're the best player on the team and you know confidence is never an issue when you're mm -hmm. you know you're at that age and that's probably you know the peak of baseball for most people you know that's when baseball is the most fun you're traveling every week you're winning every tournament you're playing with your best friends you know and that's a great time in baseball and then we forget somewhere along the road you know high school their scouts college professional you know you start getting paid and you know, oh it's great you know but people are coming for your job there's yep. you get sent up you get sent down you stay in the same spot there's a lot of other factors that come into it that weren't there when we were younger um so to from just something that i took from from when i was younger it was always you know having that self-belief in myself and believing you know i'm the best player on the field i can play at this level or any level and uh it's just reinforcing the same things that i that most people do naturally from a young age and it's just trying to reinforce my brain to do those same things over again and believe you know, I can play here or triple-A. I can play here in the majors at the highest level against the best players in the world and um, and not looking at it as as any different of a game. So that's um, a big part of it. Well, that's a tremendous attitude to have, and it's difficult when you're first coming into this, this league is. to be able to kind of keep that mentality. So when you look around at this roster and you see a guy like Luis Arias and you see someone you can kind of model your game after, how much learning how much sort of soaking in like a sponge did you do when spending so much time around Luis arrives uh for me it was more so just kind of getting to know the guys you know yeah. I, I wanted to um just get to know Louis. he's a, a great dude a great teammate um i've got nothing but positive things to say about him he was accepting as soon as i got called up from in march and when i got mm -hmm. called up in september you know he was happy for me um there's no ever never any bitter energy or, or or bad talk about me. I mean, it was always positive things from him. Um, I take ground balls with him all the time. Um, we talk, we laugh, we joke, we, we talk about things unrelated to baseball. Um, so yeah, Louis is a, a good friend, and, uh, and I had, glad I got the opportunity to meet him, um, getting called up, and a great teammate, and, and maybe a better hitter, you know? So, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's cool to be able to get around him, um, learn some things, pick his brain a little bit on hitting, um, moving the baseball, because like you said, um, similar kind of hitter to him and um, you know you could always add to your game so just add try to add something from him add someone something from from someone else one of my other teammates uh, guys we play against whoever it is and and just add it to my, my my toolbox you know is Louis the guy that that you've bonded with the most on this team like who would you say your closest friend is on, on um this not to not to alienate friend. anybody else I mean but. besides like any guys that like were in AAA that got called up with me right. um, me and Bell Josh Bell that's my guy um, really good, really good, yeah, really good dude. How is it having him in that clubhouse? I mean, he clearly is a leader amongst you guys. So, how excited was it? When, or how excited were you rather when you found out? Like, all right, he's coming back for another year. Good, yeah, I was really excited. I was wondering, kind of going to the off season, what would happen. Yeah. Um, I had only got caught up for September, so I only got really a month with him. I didn't know him. Well, so did most of the yeah, guys. By I didn't the way. know him. He didn't get right. here until the trade deadline. I didn't know him at all when I got when I got called up. Yeah. So I kind of met him over like the week and a half or whatever when I was up in early September, and then we kind of hit it off quickly. Like me, him, and Jazz were always hanging out after the games. Um, so that's another one. Jazz is yeah. another one that I'm really friendly with. A good good friend of mine. And uh, yeah, I'm ecstatic to hear that he's coming back. Um, 
his leadership. Um, he switched heads, plays first base for us, and he, he keeps the he keeps the the vibes really really light and 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 good for us. So um, I'm excited to to share a locker room and, and the field with him again, and uh, looking forward to more meaningful games just like last year. As you guys chase another postseason berth, well, you know, speaking of that, for that matter, do you have a favorite memory from last year's playoff run? Favorite memory? I mean, the hit was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was unfortunate that it was. You know, seven zero game in the ninth. That when I got it. Come on, man. Um, but you know, it's cool to to get the your first hit playoff hit. You know, some guys never get to the playoffs or never right. get a postseason hit, and I got one in my my first you know month and a half of, of big league time. So that's something I always remember. Um, but just seeing all those people, really, you know, playoff baseball, it just has a different feel to it. The regular season is important, and it was also different here in the big league level. Um, but the playoffs, you know, the sea um, that sea of like red in that stadium, and how just emphatic they were about cheering for their fans and their for their players yeah and um yeah it was it was a sight to see so hopefully we can get that kind of atmosphere down here in miami and uh get some playoff games down here in that it'd be awesome and and the leader of that ship as you guys try to go toward the postseason is skip schumacher um everyone has had nothing but like the best things to say about skip what is something about skip schumacher that you think the average fan might not realize that makes him a great manager the average fan, well, I don't think the average fan, maybe the average fan does know, but that guy played in the big leagues for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, like, he understands what it takes to be in the big leagues for a long time, what it takes to win at the big league level. Um, it was his first year managing, but, I mean, you wouldn't know it by right. the way he managed our team, the way he managed the guys, mm-hmm. uh, the way he went about um, his business is always professional, and he knows how to be a pro. And, you know, that's that's a big part of being at this level is is being a pro in and out and on and off the field and uh, skip it embodies that so to have a guy like that at the forefront and leading us i mean couldn't be a better example do you have a favorite player from growing up that either you modeled your game after or was just hey this was my favorite player uh, i like watching jimmy rollins uh, a lot rollins. yeah jimmy rollins That's a great pick because I'm kind of similar in size to him. Yeah. I played short growing up and stuff, so I would say switch hit. So um, some similarities there. But Jimmy Rollins, uh, I was a Jeter fan just because I grew up in New York. Um, so, you know, who isn't a Jeter fan when, right. you're, when you're little? And that guy's, <laughs> that guy's playing for the Yankees, for which felt like 40 Your years. Your whole life, yeah, right. You know, so, um, yeah, Jeter. Um, I like watching some, some Ozzie Smith stuff just for my parents. They kind of instilled Ozzie Smith in me in the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, so that kind of thing. So those I would say those are three. And do you have any favorite memories from growing up playing either Little League or travel ball? What, what would you say is your favorite memory from youth baseball? My favorite memory from youth baseball was probably our weekends – in uh, Orlando, probably, yeah, like AAU. Yeah. AAU days, because our teams were really good. We had, you know, some pro guys now, Mark Vientos mm-hmm. uh, for the Mets. Was yeah, of course. We were on the same team. Uh, Tristan Cassis with the Red Sox. Wow. All of us were on the oh, same so team. so you guys were loaded. Yeah, we had a lot of other guys. Um, Caleb Roberts, who's in the Diamondback system. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of us, we all played together growing up. So our teams were really good. We traveled around playing teams from all around the country. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, baseball is... It's at its peak at that age, man. You're traveling around, playing with your best friends. You're doing doing well. You're keeping it loose. You know, everyone's going playing two, ping pong two for three every game. Yeah, get in the pool afterwards. Yep. It's like, okay, we're going to go win the tournament tomorrow, and we're going to come in and hop in the pool after we win. Yep. And, you know, it's just real light. And when it's something that you take for granted now. When you keep it light, you play better. When you press, you don't play as well. And at that age, we never pressed. Yeah. You know? 
And at times up here, you can press. It's easy to press when mm -hmm. things are on the line. There's more pressure. Um, but it's just, it's just just take a step back and say, you know, it's a game. Enjoy it and have fun with it just like you did from the beginning. I and, love that. And uh, better things will happen. That's a great mentality. Going back to what you were talking about in, in your your book about hitting and keeping positivity there, keeping it loose, having friendships. Like It seems like this team had a lot of that last year. And so hopefully you guys can bring that into this season. Let's get to some more kind of light questions, have some fun here. All right, let's do some rapid fire here. Who is the guy that's the most competitive off the field? Most competitive off the field? What are we talking about? So playing cards, anything, Ooh. like anything that you guys, if there's a competition put in front of you, who's the guy who just cannot turn it off? The guy that can't turn I mean, I imagine a lot of you guys are still uber competitive no matter the circumstances. Yeah, we got we got some good I feel like we got guys that are good at different things like Hoeing's good at ping pong. Hampson okay. from last year was really good at ping yeah. pong. Yeah. Um, I think D Rob played some ping pong and stuff from last year. So I remember them playing ping pong and a lot of the pitchers like to play cards in the plane. Mm -hmm. So it's probably a pitcher somewhere in the fold. It's like, probably, probably one of those guys It's one guys of the pitchers in, in the fold. I don't play too many cards, so I, like I don't get that. to see, but it's one of the pitchers in the fold for sure. All right. Who would you want with you if you had to take on zombies during an apocalypse? Zombies, I'm probably going I'm probably going Josh Bell. <laughs> who is your favorite athlete from another sport? My favorite athlete from another sport is Roger Federer in tennis. Damn. The best the amount of, of Sunday mornings watching championship matches with Roger Federer going up was just the best. Yeah, he's my favorite. Um, if you had to give a TED Talk on any topic that wasn't baseball, what would you say you were an expert enough in? Tennis. It would be tennis. Yeah, tennis or pickleball. Big time tennis guy over here. Or video games. Uh, top three famous people that you would want getting an invite to your dinner party outside of baseball? Top three famous people I would want. I would say, I think I'd go LeBron James. Okay. I'll go Serena. Great choice. And, hmm, Travis Scott. All right, that's that's that sounds like fun. That honestly sounds like a great group. So you did a good job planning of who's getting together too. Uh, would you rather be 20 minutes early to something or 20 minutes late? Uh, probably a bad answer. Tell the truth. Most likely 20 minutes late. 20 minutes late. You're someone yeah. who's just like, hey man, yeah. I'm going to get there when I'm going to get there. Yeah. Usually, I'm usually on my own kind of time. That's what people have told me <laughs> a lot. So try my best to be on time. But. What's the last time that you tried something for the first time and what was it? I tried ceviche with my girlfriend a few months ago. How was that? It wasn't bad. Yeah. I'm usually not someone, I, I really like to stick to what I know. Uh -huh. I'm usually not someone that deviates from what I what I know because I know if something tastes good, I'm going to like it. And I usually stick to that. I don't like messing around with food. I try something new. I don't like it. Now I'm not hungry anymore. Right. But um, she got me to try it. And uh, surprisingly enough, it wasn't bad. I'd probably be something I'd eat again. All right. So then there's a decent follow-up to that considering the, the girlfriend element of that. If there's a fan in our audience listening to this and they don't know what to do for Valentine's Day, with Valentine's Day coming up. What would be your recommendation for the perfect Valentine's Day with a partner? Perfect Valentine's Day, something meaningful. Um, you know, go get outside, go do something active, whether it's, you know, go on a boat ride or go kayaking, um, something like that. Play pickleball if that's what you're into. Do something with your partner. Um, get out the house, you know, take them to a nice dinner. 
Um, flowers are mandatory, of course. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend loves flowers, so flowers are mandatory. I love that. Some nice flowers, plan out a, a nice dinner, um, or cook something if you can cook. I personally can't. Me either. But, um, I, wish, I, cook, wish I, I wish right. I could. I would if absolutely cook, add that to the mix. Make her favorite meal. <laughs> and yeah, just try to get outside, do something um, that I'm sure remember. I like the advice. I feel like people are going to love it. Um, all right. You're going to fill in the blank on player most likely to blank. So, player most likely to know all the words to a Taylor Swift song. On our current team? Yes. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to name somebody from last year, you could. I was about to say, Hampson for sure knows all the answers, all the words. To every word to every, every song. To like every song. All right, we'll have to get him included on this This too. guy's got to know, he knows all the words to every song. It's incredible. I love that. Incredible. That's great. All I right. mean, just the versatility, it's unmatched. <laughs> That's terrific. Uh... Who's the guy most likely to dominate the buffet line? The buffet line? You'd go back for seconds, just really eats a lot. I think Jazz. It's Jazz. Think Jazz is a sleeper, man. That guy likes to eat. I know he's got a he's got a pretty thin frame. You know, yeah, he's not he like a super big guy. The guy puts it away, man. He likes to eat. Who's the guy most likely? It might be the same answer. Who's the guy most likely to take control of the ox cord? Yeah, Jazz for sure. Jazz. Who is the guy most likely to take a week to reply to a text message? <laughs> Jazz. Jazz. For sure. <laughs> For sure. And then maybe it's the same answer. Who's the guy most likely to make you laugh? Um, Might not be. Yeah, probably J, probably JV, Josh Bell. All right. Bell. All right. I like it. All yeah. right. Xavier Edwards, thank you so much for your first uh, stop by here on Miami Mic'd Up. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to talk to you during the season as well. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Now, on this episode of Miami Mic'd Up, I'm pleased to welcome in Andrew Nardi. Andrew, pleasure to meet you, first of all. Nice uh, to meet you, too. Second of all, thanks for spending some time with us. I uh, want to start you with this question. What is something recently outside of baseball that brought you joy this offseason? Hmm. Outside of baseball? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I did buy a house in Tennessee this wow. offseason, so... I thought that was awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. So tell me a little bit about it. What 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 was the process like? Was it incredibly stressful? Because I'm <laughs> I'm trying to buy a home right now and it is yeah. literally the most stressful thing I've ever been it's through. It's stressful. No, it's <laughs> a lot of paperwork to sign and yeah. a lot of paperwork to get together. No, it's stressful. But once it's all done when it's all done, it's it's great. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, for you, you know, you're coming off of what was a really great season. Um and I just wonder when you when you reflect on last year, what do you feel like is the biggest thing that you learned about yourself, not only as as a player physically on the field, but mentally? What what did you learn about yourself as a person? I think the biggest thing I learned was, you know, from my debut year to last year, just like you said, mentality changed. You know, I was just way more confident in myself. Uh, I knew I could throw strikes, whether it was fastball or slider. Right. Um, you know, I was just able to attack hitters whenever I needed to so um, and I just felt just ease of mind that I had confidence in myself to be able to do all those things. Well, you were one of, of several guys to have really spectacular seasons out of the pen. Is there an element of, of hey, one guy's hot, so we're sort of feeding off of each other where, oh, sure. you know, the bullpen can come together in that way? And, yeah. and, and how do you make sure that that happens again this season? Yeah, no, uh, I think that was a really great part last year is everybody wanted to you know, everybody wanted the ball. Everybody was just, they knew they were going to do good. So it was great. I think just because of what we did last year in the bullpen, I think we'll, it'll just carry over. It right. should just carry over because we know what we're all capable of and what we need to do. So, and I think it's just, 
It should only just get better. Well, so. talk to me about working off of your starting rotation. Obviously, this year, no Sandy Alcantara, which mm -hmm. is a big blow. Yeah. Um, and a lot of innings that he eats up. So yeah. in turn, you got to imagine, bullpen might get a little bit of extra work this year. Absolutely. Um, but working off that starting rotation, what are your expectations as the rest of these guys, Lazardo, Yuri, uh, Trevor eventually, Brax, the, these guys kind of try to step up and take that mantle from Sandy of, all right, I'm the bulldog out there yeah. kind of trying to get it done. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, it's not like just one guy's the bulldog. I feel like all our starters are the bulldogs. They want to get right after it. No mm -hmm. screwing around. Um, I think from last year, I think everybody's going to be kind of ready, kind of has the idea that we kind of saw what happened last year. Uh, you know, starters would be five, six inning. Yep. Some guys would, some guys would go further, which was awesome. Uh, so I think everybody's kind of well, should be prepared yeah. uh, and has a good idea. So I think we'll do well, kind of the same thing as last year. For, for you guys going into this season, obviously coming off of a postseason appearance, coming mm -hmm. off of the first postseason berth, outside of the, the COVID-shortened 2020 season and 20 years for this franchise. Yeah. So when you take the mentality of last year of, hey, we're going to surprise some people, mm -hmm. now coming to this year with potentially more of a target on your back, yeah. bringing back a lot of the same guys, what's that, you know, how does that sort of flip a switch for you guys of, all right, we got to change from, from this sort of mentality of the hunter to yeah. now potentially the hunted? Exactly. No, that's... Uh actually a good point um you know i've never been in that situation honestly yeah. so but I, the only it just makes more competition which i'm all for it uh it's gonna be a little bit more challenging i'm sure everybody's gonna be a little bit more well prepared for bullpen guys you know uh, or against the hitters against bullpen our bullpen but the more challenging it could be the better it can make us so I think it's, it'll just be awesome well we've talked already about obviously that postseason berth do you have a favorite moment from last season? Mm, I think my favorite moment would probably be my first save against uh, the Cubs. It's awesome. It was like 15th inning or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So family was there. It was I awesome. It was great. One. Yeah, it was great. How, oh. how cool to be able to do that in front of your family? How often do they get to come out to games? It's kind of it's rare, especially uh, like a lot of my family to be out there too right. at the same time. So the uh, Chicago Cubs game was definitely the one that really stands out to me which part of your game would you say you worked on the most this offseason is there a particular pitch that you've worked on is there a particular approach you've worked on or is it more just about continuing to kind of get your body right to come back for another year of, of high leverage innings right no it's uh <laughs> it's all all of them kind of <laughs> all i the did above. <laughs> i did uh work on a new pitch i got a splitter going now Great. um but overall new pitch get my body in better shape than it was last year mm. um you know i don't want to be getting hurt in the middle of the season during yeah. the you know the thick of it but yeah just i've been working on it a lot so all right so uh we'll get to some fun questions now. Alrighty. um what is your favorite place to play on the road mm, favorite place you know i did i did really like uh chicago cubs i also did like uh the red sox too. Yeah, playing, oh, a, playing was, at Fenway or Wrigley. I yeah, mean, the history those are, behind those Those are ballparks. two of my favorite places. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's super cool. And I imagine, like, being able to have moments there where you're, you're, you're sitting there thinking, like, man, all these guys that have come through and played here over, you know, 100 years yeah, of baseball. Yeah, exactly. Did you have a favorite ball player growing up? Were you a big yeah. baseball guy from, from I was, youth? yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite player was uh, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then, That's uh, awesome. My quote-unquote controversial one is uh, – 
Oh shoot, what's his name? Um, Al Habrowski. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love it. I love that that you're willing to go out there with whatever whatever take, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, that being said, do you have a, a favorite little league memory? Little league, uh, or, or maybe even you know, travel uh, ball. Going to Cooperstown playing. It's funny. Yeah. Josh Bell gave the exact same yeah, response. No, he I said like, Cooperstown. I feel like it's gonna be a common one. That's just like such a good, awesome thing to do when you're mm-hmm. a kid. So if you didn't have to sleep. If sleep was eliminated, okay. what would you do with the extra time in your day? I would probably learn how to work on like engines. Ooh, is that yeah. something you have any aptitude with already? Or is that just something you've always wanted to learn about? Always wanted to learn about. I feel like I could have done it this off season, but uh, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't get around to it. Uh, hey, you had too much baseball yeah, to prepare exactly. for. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> my buddy though, good buddy, Gio, he's we're work on semis and stuff like that and good with like the V8 engines. And Are you a big car guy? I wouldn't say a big car guy, but I do like cars. I like fast cars. <laughs> what What is something that that people would be interested to know about you? Um, let's see. Interested in me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, honestly. Pretty, pretty open book. I feel like. Yeah. I just uh, you know, I just love getting better at baseball. So whatever yeah. I have to do, getting stronger working out, throwing, just what I kind of just Well, I feel like that's do. the thing, you know, so often having these conversations, particularly with baseball guys, mm-hmm. but with any athlete, there's such a dedication to just getting yeah. better at your craft once you've reached this level that right. it's hard for right now to have any sort of other hobbies or interests yeah. outside of the game. Absolutely. So are you much of a, a music, TV, movies guy? Do you consume a lot of anything like that? Or is that also just like, hey, I'm getting in the gym and I'm throwing on whatever and going from there? Uh... <laughs> Actually, in the gym, I just, I listen to, like, heavy metal. Really? Live, All so right. I'm getting in the zone for sure. <laughs> I but love that. on the other part, I mean, outside of, if I could think of outside of baseball, I'd just be like, I love going to the ocean and stuff like that. That's great. Well, yeah. it works out being down here in exactly. Miami. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to ask you a few, like, players most likely to blank. So. Okay. Player most likely to know all the words to a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Shoot. Let me think. Um, I'll put Braxton Garrett. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. Uh, player most likely to go back for seconds and dominate the buffet. Andrew Nardi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, oh, actually, I got a good one. It's JT Chargois. Okay. He that, crushes Really? Food. He crushes it. Uh, that's a good one to yeah. know. It, uh, Josh said Sandy. That Sandy. it was like a surprising, like you'd be surprised how much he can eat because he looks like he's so like long and yeah. thin. But he's, he's kind of more jacked than you realize. JT? Oh, my God. That's, He'll get like six plates of food. Oh, that's amazing. It's, it's Do you guys ever like go out for meals together and just have those experiences of like, all right, we're all grabbing just everything that we can on this menu? Yeah, we'll have some team dinners and uh, we'll just order a lot. That's amazing. Menu, so, uh, Player most likely to take control of the ox in the clubhouse? Jesus Lazardo. Ooh, all right. Uh, player most likely to take a week to reply to your texts? <laughs> Shoot, Andrew Nardi. Definitely, that's definitely that's definitely me. I like that. Yeah. you're taking self responsibility. That's definitely on a me. I take a while. Uh, player most likely to make you laugh. AJ Puck. Puck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I feel like he's got a kind of he's, funny sense of humor. I haven't gotten to know him that well yet, but he seems like that type he's of guy. A Goober. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. And then I'll end with this. Um, if you had an opportunity to have a dinner party. 
with any three famous people outside of baseball. Okay. Who would be the three people you'd invite? <sighs> three people. Let's be alive. Could be dead if you prefer. Robin we can revive Will- Robin Williams. Great choice. Uh, Steve Carell. Ooh, good one. Another good one. Maybe so Will- you're a comedy guy. Maybe Will Ferrell, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that would be fun. That'd be a great that one. That sounds like a great group. Yeah. All right, well, we'll get Andrew Nardi's dinner party ready to go. Yeah, we'll make like sure that. we get all those guys <laughs> yeah. out, the Nardi party. Uh, we get all those guys out here at a Marlins game. Andrew, thank you so much for taking some time on Miami Mic'd Up. Yeah. It was a blast. Thank you.